1: Where do you go to find all your favorite wine, beer, and spirits with selections customized to local tastes? For over 25 years, that go to place has been
0: Cox's Spirit Shop. Cox's, Louisville's go to liquor store. It's time for the Roundtable with Round Daddy. Hey, Round Daddy. The Roundtable with Round Daddy. Me, James Striebel, Big Daddy. With your host, James Striebel. Hey, Round Daddy, James Striebel. Gotcha. On ESPN
1: 680 and 1057. This is winding down and it's been a long year. Guys,
2: we got a late flight and we got an early game on Saturday, so I'm I'm out of here and I'm trying to get my team on the bus too. Thanks. It's the round table. It's the five o'clock hour here on ESPN 680 1057 437 9680, UPS Jobs Text Line. If you want to get in the show there, I'm here with Zach Cantrell. I'm James Striebel, by the way. Thanks to Jason Ence earlier. Thanks to Drew from the High Wire Brewing Company and Trevor Cravens for bringing in some taste tests as we head into the Tailspin L Fest, which is just one week away. And who else is going to be out at at the Tailspin Fest, other than me, James Strebel, Cox's Every Liquors, they'll be out there. They have a booth out there. They'll have your premium cigars, tobacco products, whatever you need. They're going to be well represented there out at the Tailspin Fest. If you don't want to wait around, you can go to any of their 27 locations now. You can get the walk in treatment, the draft through treatment, or you can just do delivery. They can bring it to your house. Cox's Every Liquors as Louisville's go to liquor store. If you missed it yesterday, every Wednesday, buy three, get one free. Cigars, those premium cigars, they got all kinds that you need. They have a humidor. You walk in there, buy three, get your next one free. Also, they have the wine, they have those craft beers, the domestic beers, mixers, bourbon, vodka, tequila, whatever you want. They have it there at Cox's and Evergreen Liquors. Check them out, Cox'sLoval.com, 437 9680, UPS Jobs, text line. All right. So we've done a lot of Kentucky today, Zach. I thought you were going to say the answer was me. By the way, for
0: who else is going to be at Ale Fest.
2: Oh, you are going to be of there at Alefest. That's to be right. There. Of course, Zach's going to be there. I that's can't right. wait. We'll drink. We'll drink some brews together, Zach. We sure will. How about that? Now, do you? Do, are you going to? Are you know like shuttle it out there? or How are you going to get out there? I'll probably shuttle it out yeah, there. The shuttle's the way to go. Yeah, I've done the shuttle for for years, multiple years straight, and I, I like that's that's the only way I do it now nowadays. Now, speaking of other events, uh, what did you think about the Louder Than Life? Uh, lineup that was released yesterday. Are you more of a Bourbon and Beyond guy, or are you more... Louder Than Life. Okay. okay. Oh, yeah. So, who are you excited about seeing Louder Than Life-wise?
0: I have to pull up the lineup, because I don't actually remember the entire thing. I, I, it's a good lineup. It's not a
2: great lineup. It's, it's not an all-time lineup. great lineup. No, I, I, I agree with that. It's a good lineup. It's, it's, it's a fine lineup. It's not their classic banger lineup, uh, but, you know, at, at some point, you've had all these bands uh, out here for for years straight, you, you kind of get, you know, you run a little Dry. They do
0: have depth. I'll give them that.
2: It's they probably a deeper lineup than
0: it was last year. Now, I thought the very top was probably a little bit better. Oh yeah, Foo Fighters. The Foo Fighters.
2: That's cool. Yes. Yeah, the the the, no, the the headliners were great. I
0: mean, it's, yeah, this year the headliners are Slipknot, Slayer, Motley Crue, and Corn, which is, I mean, not terrible, but they're pretty
2: good. They're I mean, good. I've seen Motley Crue. I've seen Corn um Slipknot I'm not a big Slipknot fan yeah they're okay they're I'm okay I, I, I'm seeing Slayer like I, I want to see Slayer I love Slayer
0: yeah yeah that's probably if I ever gonna get excited about them that's probably the one it would be Friday Slayer.
2: Yeah. yeah Slayer Friday so that's that's what I'm looking forward to all right well maybe I'll see you out there too oh you probably will hell yeah a little Zach Cantrell out amongst the people all right so Zach um Rick Bozich not Rick Bozich apologies Eric Crawford he did a little big jade journalism last yeah, night yeah he did and aside from telling people that money will not be an option, which is a big deal, I mean, let, 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 you know, let's get that out of the w- way right now. I mean, Eric Crawford. We talked to Ty Spaulding about this at four o'clock during the Blitz. Eric Crawford answering a fan about money, saying, "Hey, you know, that's something that that Louisville's not worried about in landing the new coach." He also went around the stadium last night and, and was taking pictures and kind of just just encapsulating the moment as louisville loses to a a bad notre dame team and he wrote an article and it's titled on pain's feature louisville it's not about basketball it's about business and you know he shared these photos from the yum center where it's despondent it's empty and he has a picture here of an unused concession stand On the third level, the KFC Yum Center during Louisville's loss to Notre Dame on February 24th, 2024. He he took pictures of, of just the upper level where there's no seats whatsoever at the top of that building. And you think about what's going on inside of the building. And you also look at what's going on outside of the building. The businesses. Look, I went home last night. I forgot Louisville played at home. And normally, if I do that, it's a pain in the butt to take Second Street across the Second Street Bridge to get to Indiana because of the traffic headed towards the Yum! Center and the surrounding bars and restaurants and other things around the Yum! Center. And I breezed through it last night. There's a little bit of delay, but not, not the normal delay that you would expect for a men's home game at the kfc yum center and as bad as kitty Payne has been as bad as these two seasons have been basketball wise it's been as bad or worse monetarily for the yum center itself yeah. and the businesses Surrounding the bars, the restaurants, the hotels, surrounding the Yum Center, Zach. And that's what Eric Crawford's highlight is like, hey, Kenny Payne, it's not that we don't like you. It's not that we don't appreciate what you did for the program as a player and as an ambassador sure. after the after the game. It's killing the vibe downtown. Yep. And I, I do I do trust Ty Spalding in the fact that he believes that whoever the next coach is going to be will rejuvenate, re-energize the fan base. Look at what Jeff Brom did. I mean, they, they were as excited about football as they had been since Bobby Petrino was rehired. To yep. tell you the truth. I, I, I fully I fully believe that.
0: I moved here last year and if I didn't know that Louisville was a basketball school, I would have thought that this was a football area because there's been so much more excitement for football than there has been for basketball. And I can tell you, living downtown, there's no aura, there's no vibe about going to a Louisville basketball game. People aren't even asking me, oh, you want to go to the game? Like there, there's nobody wants to go to the game. Like, you know, it, it's at the point where if you put two tickets on the windshield, they would break in and you'd have four tickets on the windshield. That's how this program's <laughs> been. Yeah, no, these you're last right just this this is not sustainable for the economy it's not sustainable for this basketball program and it doesn't really take that much to turn around we talked about this a little bit yesterday with the uh the tbt jeff Brown being at the tbt jeff Brown being at you know Louisville's game I think it was North Carolina those things matter to ingratiate yourself in the community and KP did not do that I don't know if he took the community for granted and just every assume that everybody was on his side because he was on the 86 team and everything but Jeff Brom did more in one year to revitalize the fan base and get people to support the program and Jeff Brom's not exactly the most media savvy guy like he's not Mr. Personality either. right so I mean that that's the biggest mistake KP made and I Whoever's the next guy needs to be the guy out in front, be kind of the face in the community, and get people downtown. They may not win a ton of games right away, but there needs to be an energy around the program
2: because no, there I, is none. I agree with that. I think outside of you know, Chris Mack did have them at a number one you know ranking at one point during his tenure here at Louisville, but right. he it, he was much like KP, is it in the fact that he wasn't out in the community. He wasn't the, the face of of, of of the program or of the athletic department. I mean, look, if we want to be serious about this, if you're the head coach of Kentucky or Louisville basketball, you're the face of the athletic department. It's not Mark Stoops. It's not Jeff Brom. As much as people love Jeff Brom, it's going to be whoever the next basketball coach is. It's, for Kentucky, it's John Calipari. That's right. That That's who it is. And and Chris Mack didn't embrace it. Uh, Kenny Payne, I, th- I thought Kenny Payne would have done a much better job than he did at, at the media stuff, at, at you know because he talks so much about community and the kids wanting to to be in the community and helping the school I thought he'd be good at that
0: I listened to a clip of him doing an interview when he was an assistant at Kentucky night and day like he's much more engaging he's open he's talking like he enjoys himself that's the KP if if we would have gotten that from the very beginning people might have been willing to work with him as long as he won a few games it's not like we're asking Kenny Payne to have this team in championship contention right now if they would have won 12 games last year maybe people work with that or if this year you know you show significant improvement not just the moderate improvement that he's talked about they'd be willing to work with you but when you don't open yourself up to the media and I know you gave him credit for talking to the media unlike Calipari yesterday yeah, but, I'll, I'll give him that credit yes, at
2: least but he needed to do that in the offseason Yes. Both years, and he didn't. And he didn't do it. All right, let's go ahead and play some Kenny Payne sound. Uh, so here's Kenny Payne's thoughts on if he deserves a third year or not. I mean, we, we again, we all know where this is going, but what did Kenny Payne say when he was asked if he deserved a third year at Louisville? This is the most unpleasant question, but they ask it. They ask us. Forgive me for asking it. Do you feel under the gun for next year? Do you you think about getting a year three or that the likelihood is not there or is there? What's your response? Because I don't speak for you, so I don't know what to say. How do you respond? I don't
1: worry about it. Um, I know when I took the job, when I came here, what I said. I still believe in what I said. It's not an easy fix. Um, And I just said it to the, the press conference in there that, I know this is going to change. Um, I know that we can change it. Um, I also know how hard it is to change it. Um, And I hope that people will acknowledge that this team has gotten better from year one to year two. Um, And then we're only going to get better. Um, So that's, to be honest with you, Bob, my thing is win the day. Mm -hmm. It's not worried about anything Mm -hmm. else.
2: And that uh, capped off with uh, this by Kelly Dickey: Louisville's 22 point loss to Notre Dame, who's nine and sixteen entering the game, is the card's largest margin of defeat at home to a team with a losing record since 62 to 37 loss to Berea, who is one and two on December twentieth, nineteen forty three, at Male Gym. So you know when Kenny Payne says, "Oh, I hope people acknowledge we have gotten better," when I read sat sat like that. You haven't gotten any better.
0: Well, technically, they have gotten better because last year they won four games. I mean, saying you got better, yes, you got better. But you went from nothing to almost nothing. Yeah. That's where they're at.
2: Well, no, you're right. I mean, technically, they they doubled their win total or whatever. yeah.
0: You like time contract. (laughs) If you you keep doubling your win total, guess what? Eventually, you're going to be the best coach in the history of the world. Exactly. Next year, they're going to win 16, and then they're going to win 32. 32, Yeah. How
2: about that? (laughs) Exactly. Kenny Page is going to double. His win total. Trust the process. Trust the process, damn it. You hear that over there, Biscuit. You trust the process. You hear that in Florida, Ennis. You trust the process. You trust the process, Kenny Payne. Listen to the guys tell you to trust the process. But no, I, I read that last night, or I'm sorry, this morning, 11, 2 a.m., and I was like, good grief. I mean, that's those are, those are, it Was so bad, Zach, and we'll play some more Kenny Payne say, yes, down here in a second. What's so bad is that both Louisville and Kentucky are. Doing these first time in program history, or it's been this long since this happened, uh, and all of the negative ones, and it's not (laughs) a good one. Yeah, well, Kentucky. Actually, I'm going to get that to to this the next segment. Kentucky does have guys on their team. They're doing amazing things, and it's being wasted. That's, Tony that's, Reeves, yeah, 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 yeah but the, I'll, I'll read you the, the the tweets here in a little bit in the next segment. But no, Kentucky's. I mean, John Calipari is. I, I, I apologize for being crass here. He's pissing this team away <laughs> because he's 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 stubborn. He's still stubborn. He's still stubborn, and he, and he wants to do what he wants to do and not what he should do. Uh, all right, let's go ahead and play this. This this is the sound that really the. Uh, Everybody off last night, Zach, and this is so so Louisville has a week off. They don't play again until next week. They don't play this weekend. Um, what what are what are the what are the players going to do? What's the plan for the players uh, moving into this a long break before their next ACC game? So, it's your turn to take the weekend off. It happens to every team at some time through the year. And then you've got four games left, three of them at home. What can you do specifically, what you want to work on, what you need to prove on, other than a little bit of everything? Uh, and, and will there be some rest involved? Or do you need to really go full
1: bore here for the next week to get ready for Duke? I think the first thing is is getting a feel from them of where they are, mentally and physically. Um, and with that being said, if they are a little worn down, take a day or two off. Go do something and have fun. But know that when we come back, we got to come back laser focused. we got to come back better. we got to come back more disciplined. Um, this is winding down, and it's been a long year. And I keep telling these kids every day, you don't want to live with the regret. The regret that you didn't give it your all. The regret that the season didn't go the way every day I've been saying it. Guys, I've played with guys over all my years. Over half the players live with regret. Mm -hmm. The 50-, 60-year-old men Mm -hmm. that have regret of, I didn't give this my all. Don't live your life that way. Give this your all. Um, And hopefully they listen, but I can't stop giving them that lesson and preaching
2: that to them. All right, there we go. So, you know, it, it, <laughs> he wants they are to. are going to s- live with regret. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of regret. Yes, there's going to be a lot of regret. Uh, but no, that, Kenny Payne saying, oh, I got to see where their headspace is. They're, they're sad, Kenny. That's where their headspace is. They keep losing basketball games to teams like Notre Dame. They don't feel good about themselves. They don't feel good about what's going on. Uh, by the way, so this this tweet's coming out here. Uh, it came out at 452. Ty Spalding retweeted this. This is from Kyle's Fire. Uh, at the third banner and let's see here he's the only person to win louisville sports jeopardy and will of fortune in the history of human civilization but he, you know he says here to make big changes you must have a sound infrastructure in place i believe louisville's leadership is putting things in motion to be in a much better position than we've been in several years to make those big changes so there's some cryptic tweets there and then earlier today Jeff Borzello from ESPN, he kind of put his hot seat uh, article out there. And obviously, Louisville was on that list. And it says here, as far as the job itself and who he thinks may replace Kenny Payne, uh, Borzello writes the following in December, it looked likely Kenny Payne would be sacked before the new year. But athletic director Josh Hurt announced he would keep Payne in place. At least through the end of the campaign, things haven't improved much for the Cardinals, however, who entered the week at eight and 18 overall and three and 12 in the ACC after going four and 28 overall and two and 18 in ACC play last season. It's hard to see Payne getting another season, especially with Louisville last uh, making an NCAA tournament appearance in 2019. Man, Zach is two thousand twenty-four. That's weird. Wow. That's, that's insane. Uh, when this opens, when this one opens, it will be the best job available with big names ranging from Scott Drew to Nate Oates to Greg McDermott to Dusty May, all possibly on Herd's list. So, out of those four names, uh, interesting, no Eric Musselman there. Yeah, but out of those four names, or or Mick Cronin, uh, Drew. Oates, McDermott, May, uh, who, who, who stands out to you, Zach? Uh, I've thought it would be Musselman,
0: personally, but, you know, Scott Drew's the name that comes to mind, obviously. Greg McDermott, that's a guy that doesn't get a whole lot of attention, but he's done really good work at Creighton. I mean, that's not exactly the easiest place to win, and he's gotten them, to, what, the Elite Eight last year? Yeah, couple sweet and he
2: has
0: walloped And UConn. they're
2: that's Yeah, they just dominated. And they, the they destroyed day. DePaul last night. I mean, they beat him by like 50 or something crazy like that. was Marquette. Oh, like well, it was Marquette did that. I'm sorry. I apologize. It really, Creighton, Creighton played somebody last night, I think. But yeah, no, you're they right. played UConn the other night. They played UConn the other night. Yeah, yeah, you're right. It was Marquette. They blew, blew him out by 50. But no, to your point, no, he's been good. And, and and Ty Spalding also alluded to Greg McDermott like two weeks ago. He talked about a Big East coach that, uh, that may be looking to move on. And look, I, I don't know how fans would feel. Look, I know how fans would feel about Scott Drew. They'd love it. Nate Oates, Nate they'd love it. Yeah. I don't know how they feel about Greg McDermott, and I don't know how they feel about Dusty May. Honestly, I think they'd be more excited about Dusty May than Greg McDermott. Greg McDermott does have a little bit of baggage Yeah. Uh, at, at, at Creighton. It seems like he's put that behind him. Um, but Chris Beard has a lot of baggage, well, see, and they were all about that, Chris that's Beard. Beard. Yeah, no, that's, that's a great point. Yeah, Chris Beard has more baggage than McDermott uh, does for sure, but I, I think if I were to rank Louisville fans' wish list, Oates 1, Drew 2... May 3, McDermott 4. If I were to rank them, that would be the that's how I'd rank them. And if
0: they hired McDermott, I think it would be a good hire. He's a very well, good coach. Very good it's hire. just one of those I, I don't know if Louisville fans are going to set themselves up for disappointment with who they end up hiring if it's not NATO, it's, or if it's not Scott Drew. If it's one of these coaches that are solid coaches, but maybe not all world coaches, I don't know if they're going to be disappointed about that. Dusty May, you know, there's the Indiana connection people have talked about. Yeah. If, if he goes to Louisville, would he just ditch him to go to Indiana in a year or two? If Mike Woodson ends up retiring or getting fired. Getting fired. Yeah. That's (laughs) probably more likely at this point. But I mean Dusty May did go to the Final Four last year with Florida Atlantic. But I also you also take one look at Florida Atlantic's campus and you wonder why anybody would ever leave it.
2: That's a great point. (laughs) There's a lot of sightseeing there for, for multiple reasons. Not just the beautiful scenery, as far as the geology, <laughs> or the or so the the uh, the ecosystem, the ecosystem, yeah, there's another type of ecosystem, chemistry, that yeah, that we're talking about yeah. as well, biology. Well, plus I know <laughs> biology, plus I know that Scott Drew and Nate Oates will be able to handle the mantle of yes. being the Louisville coach. I don't know if Greg McDermott and Dusty May could.
0: It's interesting because Nate Oates. He's never had I mean he's handled Alabama obviously, but Alabama's another place where he never had to be the mayor or the governor or anything. Nick Saban is the king and lord of all things he's only at Alabama. He's yeah. the Emperor of Alabama. Yeah. So Nate Oates, it'd be interesting to see how he would handle for the first time he's the guy under the spotlight. I think he'd handle it just fine. I mean I he's do. obviously one of the best dress coaches in America too. Oh,
2: his he's got that AH chip on his shoulder oh, yeah, that does. a good head coach needs. And, and he, yeah. Louisville fans
0: would eat that up. They absolutely would. Plus his style of play is very pleasing to watch it's entertaining even if it's not perfect right away they're going to be an entertaining team. It's, it's like Patino when he first came to Kentucky. They yeah. had a couple of games that ended like 150 to 115. They, they couldn't stop anybody, but and, and they didn't win the first couple of years, but they were fun to watch, and he, that got people right away on the side. And then they got really good, and that's yes. when they got Mashburn, and then Kentucky was off to the races. That similar thing could happen with Nate Oates at, Al, or at Louisville, where maybe they're not great right away, but that brand of basketball is fun to watch, and that'll get recruits to buy in.
2: Yeah, no, I. I... I this is an interesting list we'll see how things uh how, how things unfold here in the future let's do a couple texts here zach we'll take a break and come back and and do our final segment we'll we'll talk some uh some conspiracy stuff and then we'll, we'll do some uh kentucky basketball all right texter the regret of buying into and committing to kenny Payne. <laughs> uh, oh here we go uh the uh, yeah that the, the, the sky clark bending over that's what it was their regret of buying into and committing to kenny Payne. that's why he was injured texter day 298 of waking up and checking first thing to see if Kenny Payne has been fired uh texture he has changed it he changed it to the laughing stock of division 1 basketball texture year 1 to year 2 i thought this was year 1 clown yes he did he did talk about this being year 2 yes he
0: said year 2 what we need to clear that up once and for all what year is what this what year can is he, this yes just ask bozic ask kp ask everybody what year is this can we just get a uniform clarification this is year 2 or it's year 1 Let's just make sure everybody's on the same page here, because it's getting difficult for us to keep track.
2: And Bozich is hurting right now. I he mean, is his, down his, bad. his his Hoosiers are are bad. Mike Woodson's letting him down. Yeah, Kenny Payne's his guy. He's letting him down. I mean, my guy Bozich, he's he, he he's fighting it right now, Zach. He's fi- I, I've been there. I have yep. fought that battle before, where everybody stinks. And by the way, speaking of everybody stinking, I mean Louisville baseball, woof. Whoa! Oh man! Oh and three. Yep. They got beat last yesterday. Is the first home? Uh, her their first home opener loss since like twenty twenty or a thing. Maybe even before that. I was texting with Mark Blankenbaker last night. I was like, "Oh, did you go out to the game?" He's like, "Yeah, the weather was nice." <laughs> <laughs> of course, He's like, the weather was nice, but no. That's- well, what
0: about the game? Oh
2: no! <laughs> yeah, no. Day- is Dave McDonald going to chastise the fans this year if they don't make it to the ACC tournament? is <laughs> – is dave mcdonald gonna gonna call out josh heard the fans if his team again fails to make the ncaa or even the acc tournament just make the acc
0: tournament let's start with
2: that yeah they start with that. that they, 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 here, here's what i've heard from outside sources about this little baseball team big slow no pitching always a winning combo which is which is the exact opposite of the way dan mcdonald's built teams exactly. in the past but yeah big slow no pitching not a good formula texture i was at drake's last night and not a single tv got turned on to the louisville game until after the first tv timeout, and not a single person in there said a word in it about it and even when it got turned on no one cared uh yeah that's that's <laughs> that's
0: a common experience i've been to a lot of the the bars downtown, and they don't turn on the Louisville game unless people specifically ask them to do it.
2: As I said last night, I was at the BW3 Zach last night. Free wings on Monday? How about that? And I didn't know that. Really, I didn't yeah. start going on Mondays instead yeah, of Wednesday. They, no,
0: they're just going. They're doing it from two to five on Monday because the Super Bowl went to overtime, so everybody gets six free oh, wings.
2: Oh, that's right. Oh yeah, two to. I actually talked about this earlier this week. Yeah, I forgot about this. We talked about it. Yeah, yeah. They, they were. I was like, okay, good. It's not lunchtime. It's not happy hour. It's right there where everyone's at work. So of course. yeah, they're very the lead they are bearing the lead absolutely but I was there last night and normally for a Louisville game or Kentucky game a place like that is packed There was isn't anybody in there
0: yeah I mean I want to be around a good basketball program I want to enjoy like I want there to be a vibe when I go to a bar and there's a big game and I don't really have that unless
2: it's football now yeah there's not not for basketball it's Dead. It is dead. No, it's a corpse. You're right. Texture. UK players were too interested or too distracted, trying to look for HVL in the stands. I, no, I didn't see HVL, but I did see. I saw Angel Reese. He's looking good. <laughs> She's, she's looking pretty good out there, <laughs> Texture. Uh, is it chastising the fans when you lose the Calipari move? Yes, you're exactly right. Actually, it's more chastising the media is the Calipari move, not the fans. The media, Texture, big, slow, and no pitching sounds like Rick's career as a baseball player. You're exact. I didn't play baseball, but if I did play baseball, that exactly would be my my, my career. Big, slow, no pitching, Texture. You don't understand what poor Kenny has to inherit. This is year one. Oh, this is year minus one for KP (laughs) this is year negative one so we'll get to year zero eventually all right let's take a break on the other end, we'll discuss the AT and T outage. We'll talk some more Kentucky basketball and how Calipari is squandering special players. I get some stats for that. Uh, and before we go, hey eight one two hemp five zero two hemp, check them out. Douglas Hills location over there in Louisville, uh, right down the street from Oxford Mall. The five zero two hip location, that's where that is. Eight one two hemp, that's over in my neck of the woods, Indiana, Clarksville, right at the Lewis Clark Parkway, the uh, right by the Kroger and the court physical therapy they got everything you need there if you want straight cbd they got that if you want the 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 delta 8 or delta 9 products they got that actually got an email today you know you want to you want to hear this zach I'm i'm gonna let you in a little secret here well not like a secret but so i got an email today from 812 him and it says this does this entice you zach can delta 8 help in the bedroom Ooh, doesn't hurt. Ooh, how about that? Now, now
0: I'm listening. There we now, go. How now you're that? listening. Can uh-huh. Delta
2: Eight help in the bedroom? Hello. So you yeah. Click on the link there, and uh, it, uh, of course, it asked me if I'm if I'm 21 years of age. Yes, and then there's a salacious picture of a, of a lady there exploring the link between Delta Eight THC and sexual experience so there you go how about that so hey look 812 hip and 502 hip they're broadening their horizons why don't you go and check out what they have for you ask dd taylor or any of her associates what they can do if you're experiencing some you know some insomnia if you're experiencing you know low energy body aches whatever they got everything for you 502hip.com 812hip.com Welcome back to
0: the Round Table with Round Daddy. Now here's Round Daddy, James Strebel.
2: You know that's what uh louder than life is missing, Zach. Creed. They need Creed.
0: I was gonna say, do we really want to come back, or do we? I, I'd consider just letting that go. I, I, we'll just should, go for three. Minutes. I would have been
2: okay with it. <laughs> there's only there's only about twenty minutes left of the show. We should just play Creed for twenty minutes.
0: Uh, who, would anybody really object to that? Just <laughs> Play the, the Thanksgiving halftime show from what two thousand one On or whatever? Yeah, they're like this was the peak of American society. It was. Creed at halftime of the Thanksgiving game wearing the Cowboy jersey. And <laughs> yeah,
2: damn right it was. That's when we peaked as a country. You're you're right. It was, it's a society we peaked when Creed and Scott Statt performed that Dallas Cowboys halftime show at Thanksgiving, where they had people flying through the air. And and since then, well, it, it's been terrible. Oh, and, it's far more famous than ninety five percent of Super Bowl halftime shows. Oh yeah, I mean we're not going to remember the, the the. I mean I don't I can't even remember I can't even tell you who was at Super Bowl. Oh, it was uh, Usher. It was Usher. And,
0: yeah. I'm or sorry. Shaquise, little, i remember I remember. Rusher, Lil John, Ludacris,
2: come on. I remember that. That was fun. But I mean yeah. Scott Stapp doing that. I mean that's I mean the power the power stance he had. We never have rocket. The halftime show anymore? We did for a little bit. We like did in for a the little 2000s, bit,
0: but, but nothing the, modern. We never had like the Foo Fighters or something like that.
2: They need the Foo. I, I've been should've. advocating for years. Foo Fighters or Metallica, yes, it would be great Come halftime on. shows. But Jay Z runs the halftime show now. Yeah,
0: Jay Z and his people run the halftime. Yeah, shows, so, so it'll I mean, never it's, happen. It's
2: not going to be Foo Fighters, Metallica, <laughs> as long as they're running it. It ain't going to happen.
0: That's okay. The closest thing we've had to a rock band at the halftime show was the Chili Peppers, but they weren't even the headliner. That was Bruno Mars. That's Bruno Mars. And that was a fantastic show, though It the was great. The game sucked but that was the only good part of it. No, Bruno Mars was
2: really, really good. The Chili Peppers were... were there. are I'm very... Like, I like the Chili Peppers. I think Blood Sugar Sex Magic is a fantastic album. It's one of my favorite albums of all time. Yeah. Um, They've been kind of mediocre lately, though. They have. Uh, They've been... uh, like, Like, for instance... Um, One Hot Minute was okay. It had some, had some good songs on it. Sure, Californication was kind of a return to form, but still, would, they, it missed that fun. Yeah. of Blood Sugar Sex Magic. Um, by the way, was it was a total departure. I actually, liked the album. Yeah, that was. I thought it was a solid. It was album. a solid album. It was yes. a, a very a, a departure from what they used to be. And then ever since, ever since, by the way, it's it's just it's, it's not been good. It's
0: basically the same thing. It's just different albums, and it's not the same good thing.
2: Yeah, exactly. They don't have that. And, and look they're old now i mean they're older than we are like i, I understand i'm they're not sit- still
0: shirtless at all their shows too
2: but if i had a body like anthony kiedis i would be shirtless all the time Fair. too
0: yeah
2: i'm interested to see how the new pearl jam album sounds they have a new album dark matter coming out okay. in april yeah. i like the song yeah the single's good mm-hmm. we'll see if they can reproduce it with the entire album so yeah speaking of favorite albums one of the great debut albums of all time the 10 album oh 10's great it's not fire a, not
0: a skippable track among them
2: no you can play it straight through i have it on vinyl that's how much i love that album oh yeah i have it on vinyl i bought dude i had zach when that came out a young james strebel had that album at 10 years old that and never mind oh yeah and the 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 use your illusion albums by guns N' roses completely changed my perspective on music forever yeah Completely changed my perspective on music. Oh,
0: so I have a story about the Chili Peppers. Actually, was, oh, do you? I, okay, I, didn't go to, I haven't been to a show yet, but it was the Dublin Irish Festival. So I'm reading through whatever, thinking about going or whatever, and I read it looks like the Red Hot Chili Peppers are the headliner. I'm like, oh man, this is going to be epic. We right. got to go. It turns out it was the Red Hot Chili Pipers
2: because <laughs> it was an Irish <laughs> festival. The Red Hot Chili Pipers, clever name. I'm like, how many,
0: how many times do you think they've gotten people on that? How many times do you think they've gotten people to show up to their concerts thinking they're about to see Anthony Kiedis, and it turns out to be guys in kilts and-
2: <laughs> out there playing some bagpipes, yes. right? Uh, singing about haggis. That's right. <laughs> I look good for them. That's great marketing. Oh, on, on their on their part. So, all right, Zach, big deal today. So, do you have ATT? No, I have Verizon. So you have Verizon. So they're they're okay. So. It was, I believe, the majority of AT and um, T. texture. dark matter is poop. Coincidentally, is exactly what that album is going to be. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> it might might be. It might suck. I was disappointed in the latest Metallica album too. It had a couple good songs on it. Uh, Luxy Turner was a good song. A couple other ones, but other than that, it was it was it was it was disappointing. But regardless, anyway. So people woke up this morning and it was it was a large number of at&t customers did not have service yeah and it was for a long time a long long time it was from like 3 a.m until i think i finally got my service back around 1 p.m or 2 p.m where i actually saw bars on my phone and you know how i know zach that it was a i think we were I i think it was a cyber attack and you know why i think it was a cyber attack why is that? Because AT and T didn't say bleep. It like I like I kept looking for AT and T to release a statement about what was going on, or we will restore coverage soon, or, or you know we're working on the issue, or, or you know any explanation at all. There was zero explanation. Yeah, let's go. So I, I think I think it was a cyber attack. Now, was the cyber attack per, uh, perpetrated by? a foreign entity, such as Russia or China, or was a cyber attack planned? And have you seen the movie Leave the World Behind yet? I have not. Okay. I haven't so, gotten to it. Okay, so it's a Netflix movie. It's actually produced by the Obamas.
0: Uh, yeah, I heard that.
2: Okay, so yeah, they so they have a deal with Netflix. They, they've been producing uh, uh, documentaries and some films. So it, it has... it's got good actors in it it has um, Mahershala Ali he's a good actor has Julia Roberts it has oh Ethan Hawke in it and it's it's basically about like this if this happened on a larger scale to where it wasn't just like AT&T's phone data it was internet phone service electricity like if we got hacked yeah by a foreign country or the earlier story was oh it's a solar flare what's already been said that okay it most likely wasn't a solar flare that they caused this. So it goes into this entire thing with predictive programming where they put out what's going to happen and tell you and prepare you for what's going to happen. And then when it does happen, they see how the populace reacts. Yeah. And so I'm in the boat of, it was either a, for an adversary that did this because they're also having problems with pharmacies too. Mm-hmm. Did you see that? Where pharmacies are having some problems with one of their major uh technological um entities to where they could like they're they're having issues too. So like something something weird's going on, Zach, and it, it's it, again, could it be protective programming? Could it be an actual issue? Does I don't know. Get us? Is it Putin? Is it uh, Xi Jinping? I mean, who who is it? Yeah. Who's out there doing this? Is it our own government? Just, so, just so like just a guinea pig government.
0: I- the government's obviously getting us. The government's always been out to get us. You know yes. what they do. Well,
2: I know how they do. I, I know how they do. You know how they do. Of
0: course. Of course. Yes. But yet people still trust them.
2: Like, oh, yeah. The government said this. They're going to help me out. This is going to be okay. It wasn't their fault. Uh, what was yeah.
0: it Ronald Reagan said? Like, the worst phrase ever is, hi, I'm the government, and I'm here to help.
2: Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I still listen to it. But no, it was, it, was, it was, look, it wasn't a, it wasn't a massive deal. To people around here, but there were some cities to where nine one one was disrupted and interrupted, and they yeah. had they had some 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 problems. Like okay, nine one one's not working; you can't call it. So Texas number will come out and help you. So I, I just I I don't I don't trust what happened today at all. it's the same thing when they did that 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 text alert to everybody's phone. Oh, yeah. The emergency thing. I was like, when did, okay, we've had cell phones for how long now? Yeah, why are we just doing this Why are we doing this now? Yeah, not Y2K. Is that what we're doing? Yeah, doing exactly. what's going on here? I just, I don't, I I don't believe anything going on. All right, let's go ahead and, and read some text here. We'll talk, we'll finish talking to talking Kentucky basketball. All right, Texas, I'm not reading that.
0: Me and Anna were talking some conspiracy <laughs> theories that we believed in. Do you believe in the moon landing? Um... No. Okay. Yeah, I, I believe we landed on the moon, but I don't believe it was the way they portrayed it. So not there wasn't a green screen or anything like that? No,
2: no. I, I think there were two moon landings. I think there was the moon landing that they wanted us to see and the actual moon landing. Okay. If that makes sense. Yeah. Texter just texted, AT&T posted this, but if you click on it, it takes you to a page that won't load and says, Error. And it says here, some of our customers are experiencing wireless service interruptions. We are working urgently to restore service to all who are impacted for the latest visit this network. And it, it didn't, it didn't load. Texture, you're onto something, Rig. My wife may or may not work for Norton's. When they got hacked, she started work 14 hours, uh, 14 hour days, six to seven days a week. And surprisingly, it didn't get out for about a month. Didn't say bleep, bad look. You know, it's going to get out. Though I heard about the Norton's hack. There was no there that that, that happened. There was a hack in Wharton's Hospital. I know people that work there. It happened. Uh, Texture. I love that we get service back at 1 p.m. And by 545, Struble already has a new conspiracy theory. Damn right. Uh, Texture. AT&T went down at the same time I was abducted by aliens. I don't know if they're connected. <laughs> Texture. Nick Coffee just said, I don't have a... An erection for something I was so shocked by that I can't even remember what he was talking about. And you surely can't say ha- erection, right? But it's a it's another phrase for erection. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, right. I don't think you can say that, but I, I didn't try. Texture, this was a test run for election night. Biden supporters definitely behind it. <laughs>
0: I like the one where he's like, I would imagine CNN is blaming 45. President 45,
2: <laughs> yes. Ha <laughs> oh yeah text lines on even anytime i bring that stuff up the text lines on fire so so okay so what what conspiracy theories did you two not believe
0: oh i, I was gonna say what well, i believe one of them i believe that avril levine died really you believe that and yeah. it's a body just double model just a complete change in music philosophy yeah the way like i don't want to say the way she looked but the body double that happened well she still looks super young yeah she does she looks great. Yeah, it's, that's what happens when you get an actor and get a new Avril Lavigne. Wow,
2: okay, I like that. I've heard that, Zach, but I didn't think you would be prescribing to Avril Lavigne's body double.
0: Yeah, well, she actually died, unlike Paul McCartney. There was obviously the rumor back then that Paul McCartney died.
2: Yes, it was on, uh, It was if you did the White Album, if you, if you played it backwards, that's it would right. say, like, Paul is dead. I think it may have been, I am the walrus. I think it's, a, yeah, I think that's what it I was. I think it was, I am the walrus. You played it backwards and said, Paul is dead, Paul is dead. But I think the Beatles just having fun with people.
0: Because remember back then and if you played like a record backwards, it was supposed to be the devil's words. That's what everybody. Oh
2: yeah. There was, um, gosh, I think it was Queens. Another one bites the dust. Like if you, if you like played it, it's called backmasking When you play an album backwards. Yeah. And it says like, I'm like, I'm in the service of Satan or something like that. And it's like, it's <laughs> queen. Yeah, it's yeah. another one bites the dust. Like Queens, not where now there were some Led Zeppelin songs, that I, think, I believe stairway to heaven has some if you play it backwards there has some but like i like jimmy page was into, into some dark stuff yeah he did like he he was into like he he. okay did you know do you know what alistair crowley is no all right he's this okay so god i can't believe i'm doing weird wednesday but who cares um <laughs> people like this um alistair crowley was like i talked about him a little bit yesterday he was like this dark magician that lived uh from like Pretty much the early 1900s until the 1940s or 50s is when he died. But anyway, he did all these like rituals and, 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 and some like really weird stuff yeah. at this uh, house in Scotland. It's actually on Loch Ness. Hmm. And it was like some of the stuff he did in there was really bad, allegedly. Uh, but Jimmy Jimmy Page was like uh, he was obsessed with Aleister Crowley. He was obsessed with like magic and dark arts and things like that. That's like a lot of the lore behind Led Zeppelin. And you know, the uh Led Zeppelin four, the album with like the Herman album. Yeah with the guy on the front of it. So they had all the they had all the symbols. Like the, the, the band the all the band members had a symbol to them. That's right. And uh Jimmy Page's symbol was Zoso z-o-s-o which is very familiar or very very similar to a demon by the name of zozo right like a de- 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 demonic force mm-hmm. and so anyway jimmy Page bought this house that alistair crowley lived in on loch ness he did all these like th- th- these uh rituals in there and it was he he's he, like Saw things like in his sleep And like waking up from sleep He eventually like moved out He was freaked out by it Wow so, the, yeah, so this idea that, like, yeah, going on with this, back to like, the bas- back-masking stuff, there, there's definitely some stuff with Led Zeppelin that was quite strange, oh, yeah. for sure. Yeah,
0: that doesn't surprise me.
2: They played that up for sure, as did Black Sabbath. They played that up for sure. Oh, yeah. Uh, let me see here. I got me in a text from Double D. Let's see what Double D's saying. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, he, he, he likes this. Uh, oh, yeah, uh, he's right. He's like, you got to have Zach produce Weird Wednesday. He's into this. And the Eagles Hotel California played backwards was something. Yeah, there was something to to Hotel California, too. Which, by the way... No one knows what that's about. Don't ever tell us. I think it's about The Matrix. Hmm. Like you're stuck, like you you're stuck in the matrix, like you can't leave it. Yeah, you, you can't get out. out. You, like, you, can, you can exactly. Never- We're programmed to receive. Yes. Yes. No. No. The Hotel California is it's one of all time favorite songs. Not just because it's a good song, because of the like the meaning and the messaging sure. behind it. Super interesting. Super super interesting. All right, uh, texter uh, texter Biden supporters, aka Russia, China, Ukraine. Thank you very much. There, right? it, is. <laughs> there it is. There it is. There there and that's what people. <laughs> This is people like what's going on here with the show today. All right, a few things here before we get right. out of here. My Zach. dad
0: just texted me. Said the Beatles White Album, the song Revolution number nine played backwards says "Turn Me
2: On, Dead Man." Really, yeah. Revolution number not "Turn Me On, Dead Man." Turn Thank Me you. On, Dead Man. Thank you, Mister Cantrell. How about that? I do have I do have Beatles uh, the whole the Beatles number one album where they have all the number one songs. Right. I have that on vinyl, but I don't have the White Album. My or- dad has
0: everything Beatles related on vinyl.
2: Does he really? The Pretty originals? Much, I think so. Or the? He's
0: got everything. Just about. See, he's sitting on a load of money. I wouldn't say that, but.
2: Well, no, my uncle. So my uncle Greg, when he 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 grew up in the in the '60s, he bought two of every Beatles album. That's about right. So he could have one to play and one to keep. So he has everything the Beatles ever released. Yeah. In in vinyl on vinyl in in, in the original packaging. Ooh. He's sitting on some money. I was going to say, you know how
0: valuable that if he tried to sell it? Oh, yeah. Oh, no. If he
2: sold it to a collector. Oh, yeah. Like he's sitting for him to have the foresight to do that to be like okay like this might be worth it it's, it's pretty pretty damn amazing yeah all right i want to read some things here from kentucky perspective here before we get out of here i mentioned it earlier about wasting the talent that they have um i mean they really are wasting uh reed shepherd rob dillingham and antonio Reed. here here, here are just some stats here from cat's paws if you want to, if you go to cat's paws's twitter profile They have all these stats here that that we should be celebrating these guys more um, than we are because they're not winning. So uh, this is from, again, Cat's Paws at the Cat's Paws 247. Top 10 scores in the John Calipari era at Kentucky. Number one, Terrence Jones. Number two, Darius Miller. Number three, uh, Daron Land. Number four, Oscar Shebway. Number two right now, Antonio Reeves. Here's how far away Antonio Reeves from the number one spot. Antonio Reeves has scored 1,001 points. Terrence Jones is number one at 1,064 (laughs) points. So the idea that Antonio Reeves breaks that record, probable. Very probable. And, and, And again, wasting Antonio Reeves. Okay, here's another one for you. Again, go to Cat's Paws for all of these. Okay, here's another one. Also, I think, this is, is this the Antonio Reeds? There's another Antonio Reeds one. There's a Reed Shepard one. All right, here it is. Antonio Reeds is the 62nd Wildcat to score 1,000 career points, but just the eighth Kentucky player to do it in two seasons. Mm. He scored 1,000 points in just two two seasons. Here, here are the other ones, Zach. Bill Spivey, Oscar Sheebley, Rex Chapman, Terrence Jones, Bob Burrow, Duran Lamb, Ron Mercer. Again, Antonio Reeves. That's elite company. Okay? Here's another one for you. Reed Shepard. We all know what he's doing right now. He's shooting 51% from three, but didn't take many threes last night for whatever reason. Steals. He's set to break Rajon Rondo's single season steals record. Rajon Rondo's number one with 87. Wayne Turner's number two at 79. Roderick Rhodes is number three at 76. Cliff Hawkins, number four at 74. Reed Shepard's at number five right now with 70 steals in a season. They are squandering generational. Talent, yes, at Kentucky right now, John Calipari is. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Antonio Reeves ain't coming back next year. Nope. Rob Dillingham ain't coming back next year. Nope. Reed Shepard, we'll see. But if I'm a top no. five draft, John Calipari's notorious. Yeah. For telling top five, top ten draft picks to go. Correct. He ain't letting Reed Shepard come back.
0: No, Reed's not coming back. He's going to be a top 10 pick. Rob's yeah. going to be the guy that averages 20-something in the NBA, and he's dominant. And we're like, how the Cal waste him? Kind of like what we're seeing out of SGA right now.
2: No, the, 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 this this gives fuel to the John Calipari can get talent. He doesn't know what to do with talent fire. I don't 100% buy into that. I'm not saying that, that I think that's the case. But this is very damning towards John Calipari. Yeah, and not playing the best players in the most optimal optimal moments in games. All right, let's go ahead and get out of here. Zach, it's been a fun show today. Thank you, Zach Cantrell, for for co-hosting and producing. Thank you to Jason Ends for co-hosting a uh, you know for a little while. Thanks to all my Blitz friends for coming in here and doing a great job. All three all three Blitz guests were awesome today. Thanks, Trevor Cravens and Drew from High Wire Brewery for coming in here and and, and giving us some samples of what they're going to have. The Tailspin Fest on March 2nd, next Saturday. Tomorrow, we are live at Bear Nose, their new location on Market Street. Uh, Come say hello. We'll be out there with Max Godby. And, uh, yeah, we'll get you into your weekend. We'll have the mixtape. We'll see what kind of guests we can get. We'll have a really good time. And and if you're out and about right now, don't forget, drop by Noble Funk uh, and and, and say hello to Chrissy Banta, Dave Skull. Biggest Biscuit. They're going to be out there hosting a Louisville women's basketball watch party as they're at Georgia Tech. They're going to have the equipment there. They're going to do a post-game show. Go say hello. Have a beer. I might stop by on my way home just to say hello. I've
0: got Biscuit on the show tomorrow, so we'll have plenty to talk about as far as that goes.
2: Oh, there you go. Uh, absolutely fun. So that'll be a good time. I'm James Streebel. Thank you guys for listening to The Roundtable here on ESPN 680 105.7.